Welcome to the swing sets. Climb on up. There is always a swing available. On Life on the Swing Set, the podcast, we explore ethically non-monogamous relationships, the pleasures and passions, the promise and pitfalls. We discuss all aspects of ethical non-monogamy in a fun, open, and welcoming fashion with a gleam in our eye, a bounce in our step, our hands down your pants. Ooh, sorry, got ahead of myself. We may be biased. In fact, we most certainly are. But we don't sugarcoat, and each of us speaks honestly and earnestly about our thoughts, ideas, and experiences throughout our very own lives on the swing set. Thanks for swinging by. In the podcasting world, ranking highly on iTunes can be the difference between some listeners and lots of listeners. So while Cooper here may be asking you to run a pledge drive for us, I'm only going to ask you to go over to iTunes, give us a star rating, and a one or two sentence review. If you're not listening to us on iTunes, subscribe to us there. It helps us whether you use iTunes to listen to us or not. You can also help us out if you live around the world and have unique stories to tell and issues to air. We want to hear about them. Head over to www.lifeontheswingset.com slash forum and write about it. We may promote it to a full-blown article on the site or address it on the air. When was the last time you took a vacation? Was it spectacular? Were all your needs met? Did you feel, perhaps, that some sexiness was missing from it? Maybe too little privacy? Maybe too many minors? Well, maybe it's time you booked a sexy vacation. And I've heard tell of resorts, my friend, that cater to exactly what you, and by you I mean the proverbial you, might be looking for. Resorts like Desire, Hedonism, and more. And tonight we'll be talking to Jim and Shar of Shar Travel, a travel agency that caters to our hedonistic delights and are making sure that the Swing Set's upcoming Desire trip is a vacation like none you've ever been on. You know, unless you've been to Desire already, in which case it'll be similar, but awesome-er. I'm Cooper Beckett, and tonight with me, I have... Hey everybody, it's Ginger. Hey, this is Dylan. This is Shira B. Katz. And we have Jim and Shar of Shar Travel. Hey guys, thanks for joining us. Hello there. Great to be with you guys. So now, uh, right off the bat, before we get started with this, I think Ginger has a teensy bit of business. I do. I what am, is that? I am back from Vanilla Exile. Ooh. Finally, and I am. You've so been you've been hurting happy. for some uh, some sexy time. I oh know. yeah. Oh yeah. Absolutely. The, Her down under has been a bit if, neglected. <laughs> if you could feel the anguish and I could, I could feel it tweets. over over the distance between us. Yeah. Yeah. So it can I is... ask a question? Absolutely. <laughs> okay. You when did. you say uh, when I did, indeed I did. Um, when you say vanilla exile, you make it sound like you haven't been fucked at all. Is that true? Um. Almost. Okay. And, Oof. and it, 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 yes, exactly. For, for a, like longer than I could really remember in a lot of ways. It was, and, and the sex that there was was very, um, quiet, short, utilitarian sex. Utilitarian sex. Oh, yeah. Exactly. Like the sex you have when kids are around, right? Yeah. yeah. But, but, but even, even, even more utilitarian than that. Like, mm. and, and very little of it. So I just don't function well. I, I was, I was saying to Cooper, I feel like that I need to get perspective. Like, is that what it's like to be, you know, a late adolescent or early twenties male? Because I couldn't think of anything but sex, but I'm feeling better now. Like, that's not always the case. What's not always the case? Which oh, always well, oh. thinking about sex. True, now. yeah. Since but I've welcome known you. back, welcome back to the land of the living. Thank I'm you. glad that you made it through. Thank you. I I barely made it through, but I'm <laughs> glad that I did. And you're exactly right. That is true. There's a lot of thinking about sex on my end. So, yeah. well, Ginger, uh, I just want to say that uh, Tony and I have been pulling double and triple duty for you. Thank uh, you. <laughs> Thank we, you. Oh man, we've been to. Uh, a club, uh, a housewarming party, a, another party. We've had uh, meetings, first dates and second dates with two single ladies, and we're meeting a third this weekend. 
and uh just... i think dylan and tony are trying to cram a lot of the past uh year and a half's <laughs> worth of neglected uh, swinging into this month really we haven't been very it, prolific it's as though they but... have extra money to spend before the end of the year it's it's really that kind of cramming <laughs> oh my gosh that is rock star status that is so impressive I'll, I'll admit i've had a very big grin on my face and felt <laughs> felt pretty darn good over the last uh, month or so <laughs> you are literally having a thanksgiving feast in front of the ethiopian babies right now terrible the little ones goodness. with the flies oh, oh no that is Coop. not okay Okay, I I'm hope sorry, you bring all this energy to desire. Oh, oh well. <laughs> <laughs> you better believe it. And and maybe that's a good place to start. Is that uh, we are planning our our first trip to desire as a group. The swing set is going to desire uh, a year from now in November third uh, through tenth of twenty twelve. So you know if you feel like skipping the uh, next presidential election, you can just come to desire with us and maybe find out who won. When you get back on American soil. Yeah, I think I'm okay with that. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm going to say absentee ballot. Oh, and... well, I'm, I'm still going to vote. I'm not okay. crazy. I'm not a communist. <laughs> oh. oh, boy. <laughs> well, if it, communist, maybe. but. <laughs> wow. Really? You were booing me and you, you just Grown. made the joke communist? If I, if I could mute your microphone, I would. <laughs> I'll do Honestly. it for you. Bye. Well, I'll say this much. I just hearing you say that, Coop, it's it's real. It's going to happen. It is going I to happen. I'm thrilled to hear that and Did that, you doubt it? Were you worried? No, I was not worried at all. I just I tend to leave things aside until I can actually wrap my mind around it and realize, wow, we are going to be there together as we a are. group. But but most importantly together. Yeah, yeah, as a group. As, you mean together, us you, together? You and me, you and me really, most importantly. <laughs> oh, you're so cute. <laughs> but We're from the moment from together. the moment I met Jim and Char, in, and I met them in Desire. You did, on yeah. the beach. And uh, on oh, the beach, cool. and I took some pictures for them. And I knew that they were the people that I wanted to uh, to be with us in Desire. Yeah, we have a lot of fun, as, as you guys got to witness a little bit uh, in during that February trip. Although... Uh, it was a little quieter than our normal mm. uh, crazy groups are. So uh, we're hoping to really uh, have a great turnout for your trip and uh, show you the real fun side of us um, that we bring to a lot of our other trips that we take to Desire. Yeah, Coop, just imagine that trip and go buy about, uh, you know, 50% more for your trip. Ah, excellent. I like that. Yes. And uh... one, of our, one of our benefits is the personal service that we bring to the group. Um, we are on property with you the whole time. We have a phenomenal connection with the entertainment staff, and they will work with us to uh, create fun activities that work for your group, which is what we, we really like to do. We like to tailor uh, to a specific, you know, whatever your specific needs are. And, well, and, uh, and so Jim uh, promised me uh, a, a pole dancing class that you would teach. Oh, Absolutely. <laughs> Huh. I love the pole. I love lots of poles, but the one I dance on is pretty fun too. <laughs> so, so is this a, a women's only pole dancing class, or uh, you know, men can join? Absolutely, we have no well, problem with that. I personally really want to see. I was going to say, Dylan, I'm going to see you on the pole at Desire because that is worth the price of admission right there. And I really want to play the final countdown when you do it. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh yeah. But, but you know what? If I do it, I, I will be serious business uh, in learning mode, and I will actually try very hard to oh, do yeah, it. Oh, you, yeah. You don't do things half-assed. You don't do things for the irony of it. You I use it. my whole ass. You use your whole ass. Well, you're going to have to uh, really try because, uh, you know, I've seen a lot of these girls down there, and, you know, when Charlotte shows you some moves, uh, the girls do very well with them. <laughs> and the guys do very well with them, too. Mm-hmm. They react quickly. <laughs> but, uh, again, that is some of the added value we bring. Um, I was a dancer for a long time, and I enjoy it, and I do love to teach it. Um, and we do teach simple moves. We don't try to take you upside down and drop you on your head or any of that stuff. So <laughs> very, very simple stuff that people can do and have fun with. So we will do definitely set that up as a class. 
um, for your group. But uh, we definitely want to hear a little bit more about your group. I think that's uh, something that, that we want to. Well, lately we've been really opening ourselves up even more so than we already are open to uh, as much of the the sex positive, uh, open sexuality, open relationships, non-monogamy, all that type of group. So we're trying to put together a really nice diverse group that'll include uh, people all the way from just really you know, dipping their toes into exploration still in a, in a closed marriage, but maybe want to see what a sexy vacation is like all the way into, you know, really, really ridiculously experienced swingers like, uh, like say Dylan, apparently, who, oh, who is, who is now, uh, who has <laughs> crossed the Rubicon into, into, uh, into, you know, Knowledge guru guy. Yeah, yeah, I, I don't like yelling in an echo chamber uh, other than it hurting my own ears. Uh, I, I like to get uh, a big group of people together and kind of find out what they're all about. And you know what? I went and found a very different group of people that I had a good time with at Burning Man. And now I just want more, uh, mm -hmm. more different opinions, you know, more, more people to argue with me too. Cause you know, I'm not right. And every time, and you know, just because I have an opinion on something doesn't mean it's the truth. And I, I'm definitely excited about uh, courting lots of different kinds of people to come to this with us. And, and a cool thing is, you know, Ginger's been on multiple swinger cast desire trips. Uh, Marilyn and I were on the sex is fun desire trip earlier this year. Uh, several of the people coming, uh, who have who've already expressed interest have been on one or both of these trips. And uh, so we're going to be really, we've, we've learned from the best of of what works especially for what works with groups who maybe are looking to learn about uh opening themselves up on the trip and learn about it in really the best possible classroom is it's a hands-on it's like a lab course <laughs> exactly and honestly it really is we we deal uh a lot of our phone calls that come in during the week are actually people who are exploring, they want to try this new resort, but they're scared. They're a little, little nervous, like, we don't know what's going to happen. Um, we get a lot of calls from, from couples that um, they, they just want to try a girl, you know, so they, they want to know if that's going to happen there, you know. Will they meet other couples that are also into, you know, uh, by, by female? So we, we, we deal with that all the time, and we, we do help a lot of people out and make them feel more comfortable. Um, so that they can come to Desire and and have a good time, and not come there with so much anxiety that they can't even they can't stand it. And one of the things that we do do, which we'll do with your group, is uh, is possibly set up a uh, a Yahoo chat site as well, so people can meet each other ahead of time and learn about where everybody's at and 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 discuss it, which is kind of fun. Oh, that is definitely fun. That makes a big difference when you arrive at Desire, whether it's for the first time or again, to know that there'll be someone there that you've had some sort of conversation with that mm -hmm. you can just cycle into that when you meet. And although I will say that I've never found the experience of being at Desire without social opportunities. I mean, that is the difference, <laughs> a big difference between Desire and other resorts is that people are there to, I mean, obviously they're, they're there to party and have a good time, but they are there to just chat with the person on the chaise next to them or in the mm -hmm. hot tub or, or over Especially dinner. in the hot tub. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> oh, hot tub happy hour. Forget it. But, um, you know, people are looking to be social. That's one of the things that we found out about these types of resorts is, um, versus what you might call a vanilla resort, is the people are friendlier. They are looking to be social. You know, you can strike up a conversation with a person next to you, you know, which maybe you couldn't do if you were sitting in a, you know, a regular uh, family resort. Well, especially, yeah, not even maybe you couldn't do it. So people have the, you know, when, when you start talking to them, at, on a regular vacation, they immediately wonder what you're after. Yeah, what are you selling? <laughs> yeah, and, and yeah, you you might be a timeshare person, really. And um, <laughs> it it was amazing to me because I'm 
as as much as it may seem counterintuitive, I'm a little introverted. And to be in a place that it was so um really so welcoming. I talked to so many people, uh even people just strolling up the beach, like say you two who were just strolling up the beach while I was out there taking pictures. And uh it was it was really cool because I didn't feel like I needed to uh, excuse my, my desire to talk to people and, and find out more information about them. I, I, I feel like I want to write these things down. So I'm actually writing these things you can, down. You can re-listen really, to the podcast. It's okay. I, I could also re-listen <laughs> to the podcast. Uh, what, what podcast? No, um, I really want to reach out to people that haven't done this before. And I didn't mm-hmm. even think about that. I just assumed that all the people that came to these kind of, uh, sexcation resorts, would be people that have been doing this for a while, but I, I totally didn't think that there'd be, you know, outright experimentation with it for a first time. So that's kind of, we uh, met I think a lot cool of people in, doing that. in, uh, in our last trip that were there for the first time and were not, uh, categorically swingers. Um, several couples just vacationed nude and liked hanging out with open people. So, well, that, actually, we, we get a lot of that. And, you know, we get calls from people who, they want to come on one of these vacations more more so because they know that the lifestyle people are just more fun to hang out with. Mm-hmm. And what's really great about this resort, Desire, is and, – and I can only go on what I've heard from other people who've been to multiple um, lifestyle resorts. But specifically versus hedonism is Desire seems built from the ground up as a classy resort – that just so happens to allow you to be naked and having sex. Yes. Um, I actually, Shaw developed the best analogy, you know, because people ask us all the time, you know, which resort's better, hedonism or desire? And so we've, we go to both and we tell them, well, uh, desire is the wedding reception and hedo is the bachelor party. <laughs> and, and, and hedonism is a lot of fun, too. We've mm-hmm. been there. Um, I just completed my 30th trip to hedonism. Uh, I love the resort. Wow. I absolutely love it. And, um, yeah, I tell you, we were in this for 12 years, long time. <laughs> Do they put a statue of you up at the resort at that point when you've been there that long? No, but my, my picture's hanging in the, uh, in the, in the, the chef's, uh, <laughs> the grill. <laughs> well, the funny thing is we're, we're, we're not even close. You know, there are people going there that have been there 30, 40, 50 times. Really? Yeah. Yeah, we've thir- we're thirty, but we have uh, clients have been there a hundred times. I mean, it's when when before Desire came on the scene, hedonism was the only game in town, and people did go two and three times a year. Um, and the big big difference between Hedo and Desire is the singles situation. Mm-hmm. Desire is a couples only resort, and and it's nice, and people like it for that. Hedonism does allow the single female and the single male, which does make it a lot different. Um, but, and, and we like it that way because, because lifestyle is so diverse, you have a lot of people that are in lifestyle that, again, like that extra, extra, extra person, whether it be a, a menage a trois with an, another male, a menage a trois with another female, um, they like that. So that's why Hito is, is still a lot of fun and still draws a large population to that property. Um, and it's a little bit more hedonistic in a sense than Desire, whereas Desire's main pool, as you guys probably experienced, is, you know, they play all the sexy games, but they, they control how much PDA goes on, meaning public displays of affection. Um, you really can't get, you know, hedonistic until you get up to the hot tub. You know, then it's the body shots and, <laughs> and anything goes. However, hedonism on their nude side it's not uncommon to see a couple going at it on the side of the pool or you given given a blow job to somebody it's a lot more open and hedonistic hence its name mm-hmm. so so it it's definitely a, a, another resort um that is out there for folks um and is very well seasoned you know desire is is definitely drawing a lot of that crowd over now because of it's newness, it's, it's higher-end quality, it's service quality, um, and, and for those couples who really like to be just couples. Well, when I think of Desire, having experienced both Hedonism and Desire, Prof and I both, you know, enjoyed them both. Uh, but what brings us back to Desire is really being pampered. 
that when we are there, we, you know, see the sun come up and we can sleep for as long as we want the next day, but you know, you can get up and have excellent food and and excellent food, really, really excellent food. Excellent food, excellent company. The view is spectacular. The staff is there with whatever you need at whatever moment. And so I think of it as being pampered as opposed to, you know, adult spring break where, (laughs) you know, at Hedo where you're just hoping for the best to function well the next day. (laughs) No, exactly. Um, And it it is, it is, it, it has been a problem for Hedo and they are trying um, to work around that, but I agree, and and it is why Desire is so successful. It's why it is sold out almost every week of the year, um, and why we have to get contracts almost a year out in order to get people the weeks that they want. And um, <laughs> you know, and and it's, I agree. I I love the view. I love walking that beach. The the the, the sand under your toes. I mean, it really is. And the beds. I mean, Desire to me is sexy. It, it just emanates sexiness, you know, the, the sheer panels on all the beds. And um, it, it was designed uh, from the ground up to be what it is. And, I, uh, I think, you know, um, you know, the good thing is Desire did raise the bar. Um, mm-hmm. And, you know, we're, we're always looking for something new, something better. Um, you know, it's a good thing it did raise the bar because now there's, you know, there's other, um, other, other things out there that are raising it even farther. Now, do you do a lot of the, the world travel trips? World travel, being like to to resorts in Europe, uh, to on the international cruises. We um, we're going on our first lifestyle med cruise uh, in January on the Windstar cruise, um, and uh, there are several cruises now out there, uh, lifestyle oriented. Uh, both um, the couples cruises host host them. Windstar hosts them. Um, luxury lifestyle tours and travel are hosting them now, so it, it's becoming more. Um, the, uh, one of the reasons we said we do the cruises, but we don't do many overseas resorts because there really aren't many that compete with uh, some of the ones that are open. Mm-hmm. You know, you don't you won't find like a uh, desire over in Europe. You know, m- maybe some small boutique places, but you know, not on a large scale. Yeah, the newest one out there is in the Canary Islands. It is called Spice. Oh yes, I've heard of that one. Yeah, we're still. You know, we're still waiting for some reviews to come back on that. Uh, again, it's so far away; it is it, it's a tough sell for us. Right. Um, but we are working on on getting some of the European market uh, involved in that. Um, our other big cruise coming up is going to be our Tahiti cruise on the on the uh, Paul Gagon. Oh, very nice. Um, and that mm-hmm. is that's going to be really unique and different. That is actually almost sold out. the The, the interesting thing about the cruises is um, they are the new up and coming and. Uh, they are selling out a year in advance. It is, it's amazing to us how fast they're selling out. We've actually got just signed a contract for, to, to promote cruises through 2014. Um, but it is the new up and coming. But they are, they are different. You know, they're, they're, the Windstar, I would say, is probably the closest to your desire. We call that cruise desire on the high seas. Mm. It is the upscaleness of desire, great service, great food, it's a yacht atmosphere, um, and they they do a phenomenal job with the themes, the playrooms. They set a playroom up inside, a playroom out on the back deck, so we, where the hot tubs are at night, you're not told, oh, we can't use those at night. No, we let you use them. We let you use them all night. <laughs> oh, very nice. And it's about the same size as Desire also. You know, it's, yeah. not, it's not one of the big cruise ships where you have a thousand couples and can't find the couple you met at the bar a while ago. Well, actually, and that's that's something that surprised me to go back to Desire a little bit, is that it is it's a lot smaller than I expected it to be. You know, I expected to walk in and have there be, I mean, there were there were a lot of people, but it was never, it was never like throngs of people. And no, so they were. Part of it is the fact that it is you know it is intimate. Yeah, and there were times when my wife and I would be walking around, and it it <laughs> there was one afternoon where it's like, did everybody get on a tour and forget to tell us because there was no one around, or maybe everyone's just having their their pre dinner sex. Yeah, they're after <laughs> <in> delight. Yeah. <laughs> uh, with that, we're going to take a quick break. And when we come back, we're going to be talking about more about sexy vacations with Jim and Shar from Shar Travel. We'll be right back. 
Hey, Cooper, guess what? What's that, Shira? I just found the most amazingly sex-positive, eco-friendly, progressive, female-run sex shop. Oh, really? This place sounds great. Who are these people, and how did they get the elusive Shira B. Cat stamp of approval? They have the cutest name. They're called Smitten Kitten. Their brick-and-mortar store is located in Minneapolis, and their online shop is located at www.smittenkittenonline.com. They specialize in high-quality sex toys and equipment for people of all genders and sexual orientations. Handmade, one-of-a-kind items, non-toxic, medical-grade toys, educational books and DVDs, and even ethically produced porn on demand. Oh, Shira. What? Get with the times! Everybody knows about Smitten Kitten Online. Online.com. In fact, Life on the Swing Set has partnered with Smitten Kitten to give all of our listeners a 10% discount when they buy items from their online store. All our listeners have to do is enter the code SWINGSET at checkout and boom! Discount. No way. I can use it too? They have this super hot harness I got my eye on. Absolutely. In fact, I invite you and all of our listeners to go to smittenkittenonline.com and use the product code SWINGSET. Not only will you get 10% off your purchase, but you'll also be supporting one of the most progressive and sex-positive businesses in the industry. All right, Cooper, I'm on it. www.smittenkittenonline.com. Discount code SWINGSET. You'll be glad you came. When it comes to online dating, you at home have a lot of options available to you. But we here at Life on the Swing Set recommend Cassidy.com. We've tried many websites in the past, and while most are adequate and some are even pretty good, the one that we keep coming back to is Cassidy.com. And there are a few reasons for that. First of all, and most important to me, is ease of use. You want to put a picture on your page? You know how to do it. It's intuitive. It's built in. It's Facebook for non-monogamy. Cassidy also has one of the most aggressive campaigns out there to get the most people all around the world onto the site. Right now, potential playmates are scattered throughout regional websites. Wouldn't it be awesome if they were all in one place so you could search one site and find absolutely everyone you were interested in playing with? Well, that's where the campaign for Cassidy comes in. Cassidy need not be your only site, but we recommend you give it a try. And if you sign up using the link on our page, you support Life on the Swing Set so we can continue bringing you what's been called the best non-monogamy podcast out there. And if that's not incentive enough, if you join Cassidy, you get to see my wife's tits. How can you argue with that? Cassidy.com. Okay, welcome back uh, to Life on the Swing Set, the podcast. We are hanging out with Jim and Shar from Shar Travel, and we are talking about sexy vacations, and including the Swing Set's official Officially announced now trip to Desire next November 3rd through the 10th, which you can join us on. Oh, that's just so exciting. Every time you say it, that we're going to Desire and we're all going to be there together. It is going to be incredible. And so I'd love to hear from Jim or Shar, whoever is motivated. What is, you, you talked a bit about talking to newbies and things that you offer when you're helping them book. I'm curious to know, what do people know? What do, what do people need to know in order to feel like they can go to Desire for the first time and just kind of let go of that anxiety and go in and embrace the experience? Well, one of the first things I think it's, uh, it's good to mention them about Desire is the fact that it is clothing optional. Um, you know, if you're not comfortable getting naked the first time out there with everybody, you can wear your bathing suit when you start with, you know, you know, if she wants to take off her top and keep the bottoms on for a little bit, it's up to you. So, you know, so you can still be in with the crowd and not feel like you have to jump in with both feet. Yeah, there were definitely couples still wearing their bathing suits, wearing sarongs, wearing all sorts of cover-ups. It's, it's no, one, no one pointed and laughed at the clothed. Well, and one of the other things, too, is we've discovered in the lifestyle that there are a lot of lifestyle people that are not nudists. So, um, you know, and, and they want to go to these resorts, but their thinking is, oh, my God, but I have to get naked. And that is the beauty of desire. You don't have to get naked. You can go there, be a lifestyle couple, go get naked in the room. That's fine. We don't care. We might want to join you. But <laughs> I think I just but, heard know. Shira breathe a sigh of relief. But, yeah, I mean, most of the time what will happen is people 
once they're around the nudity, they'll start to loosen up. A little alcohol helps, too. Um, but they'll start to loosen up, and then the girls' tops will come off. But we still have a lot of ladies that will keep their bottoms on for whatever reasons they want to keep them on. Um, but we do, we do enjoy our desire for that, um, that concept. And um, it, it, even for me, uh, as a nudist, I still enjoy occasionally wearing my bikini and wearing my bathing suit. And I think there's a sexiness to it as well. So, Well, I rocked the um, Chuck Taylors and a baseball cap and nothing else <laughs> look. It was, it was a look. You guys met me like that. Uh, okay. We did. Chuck we did. Taylors and a baseball cap. And then you gave me another baseball cap with a, uh, with a condom pocket. Yes, so we did. That was perfect. Yes. yes. The short travel hats are very important. Um, you know, they do they do have the zipper in there. You know, it's just, you know, just so you can be prepared and you know, and you're not you're not caught without something you might need. Because we always do want to recommend practicing safer sex. Absolutely, yeah. absolutely. Well, and that is one of the things I would say. We we do. Um, you know, for newbies, a lot of the questions we get to are, you know, well, how do you protect yourself from from you know other things that can can hurt you more than pregnancy, right? As mm-hmm. he used to say for us girls. But uh, we, we do. We tell people that most of the people in the lifestyle, hey, we don't, we don't want to have, have any issues. So the people in the lifestyle are very, very uh, sexually conscious about using protection. And um, so, so that's another thing for newbies. They don't have to worry. Most of us know right off the bat, hey, got a condom? Mm-hmm. If you don't, grab your hat. Most of us, you know. One of the other things um, uh, about um, the resort that we get a lot of, you know, pe- you know, there are people who are very body conscious, and they're afraid they're going to get there, and the whole place is nothing but Ken and Barbies, and that is so not the, you know, not the case. <laughs> you know, there there are people there of all body types, you know, and you know, after a little while, no one's feeling self conscious about how they look or whatever. You know, a lot of us do try and stay in a little better shape because of going to these places, but there's all types there, you know, so no one should feel they, you know, they, that they won't fit in or they're not wanted because they're not the perfect body type. I agree with you 100% in terms of that, Jim, because as we've spoken about on the podcast in the past, that my experience with being at Desire and actually choosing to be naked a lot of the time or just in bottoms or a sarong or whatever, is that you do have to make a peace with your body that you wouldn't have to do otherwise because you are wearing more clothes or everyone else is wearing more clothes and you do really get the chance to observe bodies in their natural habitat and not posturing, but people lounging at the pool, people in the pool, people on the beach. And that is a lot of fun. When I made peace with that, that mo- I was holding on to the door handle. <laughs> and I realized that, that once I closed that door, yeah. I was outside naked. And I've never been outside naked. And, but it, it, was really, it was really impressive. It was hard you the first time. You fit in quite well, Coop. You, you I, I did. I no did problem. okay. And I am not Ken and or Barbie. Well, the other thing you'll find is, you know, you know, because it's a social environment, um, that you, that your personality gets to really come out, and you know, and people will like you more for your personality than they will for your body type or the clothes that you wear. Absolutely. And they can't judge you when you're naked. Nobody can judge you. <laughs> and uh, and that is one of the things that I think I fell in love with when we got involved in the lifestyle. Um, Jim and I started out at, at Hedonism 3 when it first opened up, and we did not even know what swinging was about. Um, we knew of the concept, but we didn't know that that's what went on there. Um, and it took us a little while to, to, to really discover what was going on. <laughs> and we finally discovered it, I think, at Hedo 2, um, when we started seeing, you know, we'd meet couples, and then all of a sudden later at the hot tub, you go, well, wait a second, that's not her husband she's kissing. Who is that? <laughs> What's going on? Uh, so we were very, very new um, when we got involved in this. And we were also married, I guess, for about... Um, seven years? Four years married, seven or eight together. And it was one of those little things, and we don't have children. So all of a sudden we went, well, why not? You know, 
why not try it? Mm-hmm. Um, but it takes a while to get into it. We, we went back and forth to Hito several times before we actually met a couple that we both were comfortable enough to say, okay, we can do this now. So it, it is something that takes a while. When one thing lately, I've I've had a few people ask me the questions about you know what do you do uh, if you go on one of these trips or you go to one of these places like a club or you uh, you take this risk and you go out of your comfort zone to try something and then you you're not into it and I said for desire if you're not into it if you're not into the swinging if you're not into the nudity you know what you're at fucking sandals then which is a fucking awesome resort. Mm-hmm. You know, you, you can eat tremendous amounts of food. You can drink top shelf alcohol. You can look at all the sexy naked people and you don't have to do anything. And the best part is you can, you can have this idea of a safe zone. You can have this, this concept of we're going to go on this trip and whatever happens on this trip, like Vegas stays on this trip <laughs> unless we love it. And in that case, we can do it at home too. Exactly. And, you know, we have met couples where they've gotten there and they've discovered, hey, this is not for us, you know, and but they still walked away saying, but we had a great time and we met some great people, but this is just not for us. So, you know, you won't know until you try. Right. But you're not going to get, you know, what you are going to get is you're going to get to meet a lot of fun people that will that you'll you'll bond with and, and become friends with whether you swing with them or you don't swing with them. Um, it's just the relationship building that we really find attractive about all of these properties and, and even the cruises. It's meeting people and, and stepping out of your comfort zone a little bit. And if you don't play with anyone else, you know, because of the energy in the air, you will probably go and have the best sex with each other that you've ever had. Exactly. Absolutely. Oh, absolutely. Oh, Where else can you <laughs> legally dabble in exhibitionism? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, we get done from that hot tub, and we have we call it crazy sex. <laughs> we'll go back to the room, and like before dinner, we're like crazy sex, crazy sex. Yeah, and I missed dinner, and, and I missed dinner. Yeah. Oh yeah. When, come running out for midnight buffet. Just just uh just after dinner one night, um, Marilyn and I were hanging out. We had just we had just had some drinks. We were hanging out on the beds right behind the bar, and we. Started to started to get sexy and then got really into it. And when we were finished, we looked up and half of our group was standing just enjoying the show. <laughs> and it was it was thrilling to know that we had performed without the self consciousness of knowing. Well, we better be good because mm-hmm. we're right. being watched. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and and a lot of people do go there. That we have. Uh, folks that go that enjoy the exhibitionist part of of desire um we've we actually know couples that literally they don't swing but they they like to be watched and that's part of their <laughs> fantasy what, oh, we or, love or to have be watched. i have to admit i'm looking forward to that yeah i mean that you, the playroom it's gonna be a perfect oh, yeah. place for you <gasps> yes it is and there is a sex swing there there Ooh, is now and i will be in it live porn i will and- be in it Quite a lot. <laughs> oh, then we're going to come watch that. We're definitely going to be there. <laughs> wait, wait, Ginger, are you going to put one of those uh, t- ticket dispensers where you have to take a ticket and then wait for uh, wait your turn number to come up? That could be a cue. <laughs> oh, I think we have something started here. We might have to work on that. I- I'm going to take about 15 numbers at a time just to make sure I get my fill. Yeah, he's, he's going to stack the ballot box. Oh my gosh, that's adorable. Um, I'm I'm not so sure about that, but we'll we'll figure something out. (laughs) Just give us the show time. (laughs) Yeah, we'll have to post them on the forum. (laughs) No, it'll be like when you go to Disney and you see, okay, well, the parade is at 3, 3.05. (laughs) (laughs) Because everybody wants to watch Ginger. Oh boy. Well, I will admit, I will admit the... um, Prof knows his way around maneuvering a sex swing. I will. I will just put that out there. So, okay. yeah. Now you've got yeah. me think. Now you got me excited. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm not the most graceful in that damn swing at all. Not, it's a control thing with me, honestly. Sure. <laughs> I get sure. in it and I'm like, I don't like this. I, I don't like this. Well, see, and, you know, unless you were going to rig your ceiling at home in order to have your own like we have, um, then, 
<laughs> okay. Well, see, but for those who don't want to do that, they can make the trip to Desire, check it out in the playroom and know whether or not it works for them. Oh, and this is as good as time to any to address the, uh, the how do you hide a eye bolt in your ceiling? It's real simple. You go to the, uh, the hardware store, you buy an extra fire alarm, you remove Ooh. the inside of the fire alarm, you put the fire alarm <laughs> over the eye bolt, and you have now hidden the eye bolt in your ceiling. Everybody's so paranoid about that, but it really, you know, it took me like two minutes to come up with that. I mean, come on, guys. Good. <laughs> Hanging a plant over your bed does not work nearly as well as just hiding it with something that's designed to be in the center of your ceiling. Well, just saying. Uh, that's good. We we need to we need to put that out there somewhere. <laughs> I know, right? These you got to share these little along with the uh, who is with the uh, the lube dispenser thing. Well, what I, is that? I have to decide. I just say I was disappointed when I, I read your review of the lube dispenser because oh yeah, so we've just... had that problem for the longest time. You know, being, you know, having readily accessible lube by the bed. Well, Jim, I think I've I figured it out. I was at Office Max. And there was – I don't know why it was at Office Max, but there was the well, um, as-seen-on-TV touchless uh, soap or um, – uh, yeah, dispenser. And you just wave your hand under it and it dispenses however much you preset. So you empty that damn thing out and you fill it with the best lube you got and that's it. It's perfect. I like it because I can't tell you how many times I rolled on my lube and (laughs) (laughs) it goes all over the bed. You're like, what the hell? You know, that's funny because I have the habit of having um, superhuman strength during sex and I usually break the top off the entire thing. <laughs> so she I don't know what that's all about. Or real I thought you were going to go with the squirtinator thing that you squirted it. <laughs> no, no, no. I just I just get so worked up that I actually literally break the entire top off, oh, and then then it has to be stored straight up in the bed stand, and it can't travel with us. Which you know. Yeah. Well, our thing is we're looking for the portable version because we've got to bring it on all of our trips and put it by the bedside in the various hotel rooms. Well, I've, I have found that uh, liquid silk in its in its pump action size is absolutely perfect. No, well, we're going to have to try them all. I think we're going to have to go out and get a whole bunch of them, and we'll have a lube night. Yeah, we'll see. What, we'll see what we can get uh, <laughs> sent so we can we can show everybody. You know, I, I'm gonna I want to come to Desire. With a bag that's full of stuff that the TSA just looked yeah. at me strangely when I walk when I walk through. I wanna I wanna make a point to bring as much as humanly possible. Sir, I'm sorry you can't bring this in that concern. looks like a weapon. Well, <laughs> and speaking a little bit along these lines, another thing that we can uh, even do for your groups is, you know, there are a lot of women out there that don't even know about the vibrators and, mm-hmm. and things that are out there for them. We can even have, uh, like, one afternoon in the disco, we can set up a class of, you know, a, a toy class where girls can come and play and, and, and explore a whole other type of sexuality. Oh, absolutely. That would, we try to do that at every uh, party we throw uh, because we do have a lot of toys, a lot more than most of the people we know. And we have a lot of the variety of toys. You know, we have the Enjoy Steel toys. We have the Lilo toys. And so we try to put them out. And I, uh, I was just at a house party this, this weekend. One of the, one of the ones Dylan talked about where while I was enjoying myself thoroughly and very close to finishing enjoying myself thoroughly, uh, <laughs> a few, a few women started asking questions about the toys to me. And it's like, I'll, I'll be done in a minute. Yeah. Well, even guys, I mean, you know, guys don't know about toys, and toys could be a lot of fun for guys too. So, oh, absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. I, I've I've pushed some guys over the edge with my toys. <laughs> I think another important point is, um, you know, the, when we when you have new couples, um, what better place? to get first-hand information from veterans than a place like, you know, than one of these resorts, you know, because you're on vacation down there, you're around all the veterans, you know, if you've got questions or, you know, who better to ask? When it's, it's instant community, the number one thing I hear from people is how hard it is to build that community at the beginning 
of of uh, opening your marriage up because you know it's you're you're dealing with finding people and finding multiple sets of people who get along and and building a community that you can then get information from and rely on because every, there should be a mentorship program if you're going to join the swinging lifestyle you should have a sponsor and have yeah. them take care of you throughout because it would really make things much easier. But you go to a place like Desire and you're surrounded by people who not only have the knowledge you seek, most likely, but are dying to talk about it because they love it. Oh, you know, that's absolutely. why we're all there. Absolutely. I had the experience on one of our trips of meeting a couple that um, was brand new to everything. And it was really amazing to watch them experience different things for the first time. And I'm, I'm pretty sure that their trip kind of led to the, the end experience of having sex outside. And that was what they wanted. And that was it. And mm -hmm. they had sex on the beach beds and they went home happy campers. And that's just a really cool thing to observe that people kept it on their own terms. They didn't feel like they had to do something that wasn't them, that wasn't, that they weren't ready for. They just did exactly what made sense for them. And I really think that the support around them to say, hey, don't push it. Don't do something that's not you. Don't do something that's not, you're not ready for, you know, desire will always be here. And getting all of that advice just led them to a place of being able to go home very happy and very turned on by the experience they did have. Yeah. And nine times out of 10, they'll come back and they may stay where they're at, or they may explore a little bit more. Mm -hmm. um, sure. We've watched couples on our trips. I mean, couples literally came and said, we're, we're never going to go there. We're not swingers. We just want... And the next thing we know, we're looking across, and wow, look what's going on over there. <laughs> you know, so everybody takes everything at their own, at their own pace. And, and we are good about you know, letting people know, you know, create some basic rules for yourself, you know, and, and try to stick with them where you can so you don't get yourself in trouble. Come up with some code words so if you're in an uncomfortable situation, you know, you can pull away. I think one of our, our, our best rules has always been never ignore your spouse, yeah. no matter what, you know, and it's, it's a rule that, you know, it's a simple rule. If you're on one side of the bar and, and you're, you know, feeling like something's going somewhere with a couple and then, but your spouse is on the other side of the bar and his spouse is on the other side of the bar and nothing's happening, you got to pull back and say, okay, this isn't working, you know, um, and so, you know, just simple rules will be able to get you through. One of the things we've been talking about uh, a lot recently, actually, uh, is how when a, a new couple comes to um, any type of place where there's going to be lots of people, it can seem intimidating. And, uh, you know, I know you guys are going to be there to because you're going to get to talk to all these people going on this trip as well as us talk to all these people going on this trip. And so you guys and us are going to get a good idea of the kind of personalities of people on this trip, what they're kind of after. And we'll be able to say, you know, okay, you're, you're a little nervous. You know what? I've got just the couple for you to talk to. I've got a couple who are, are, you know, a little bit further down the road than you or at the same level or who, who have said that, you know, we, we, we want to share our knowledge and that'll be a great way for, for you to meet someone that maybe you wouldn't have otherwise found b by yourself. Correct. And it, it, one of the things I will say that was helpful, um, that is helpful for what we do for couples is when Jim and I got into this, there weren't any of these kind of groups out here. There wasn't anybody to help us through this. We literally jumped in with both feet. Um, and although we had a strong marriage and it, and it worked for us, it, it doesn't always work for somebody. So now the amount of information and the people out there to help people through it, it makes it so much easier. Mm -hmm. One of the things uh, we like about the community and the, and the couples that go on, on our trips is not only are they new pressure, no pressure, they won't you know, try and get you to do, do something you won't. Um, if they understand where you're at, they usually won't let you overstep your bounds. You know, if they, um, you know, if you meet a couple and, you know, they understand where you're at, they'll help you along. But, um, 
you know, they might not let you get in a, uh, you know, in, into something where you're, you're probably not ready for it yet. They're not going to let you get in trouble. No, yeah. no, they, you know, they, they watch out for each other. Yeah. Okay, so we're running a little short on time. It looks like we're going to have to pick up this conversation again next week. You guys be fine with sticking around for a little while longer? Happy to. Awesome. Okay, so for now, you can like us on Facebook at facebook.com slash the swing set. You can follow just about everybody on Twitter at swing set life at ginger and the prof at Shira B cats and at Dylan underscore swing set. So now if you have questions about our desire trip, about lifestyle vacations, about anything like that, or you just want to rag on us for a little while, uh, feel free or, or praise. You know, we like praise. Too. I'm a glutton for punishment, though. Uh, yeah, Dylan likes to be ragged on. I'm a I'm I'm a needy guy who Hate needs. Email can go directly to Dylan. Yeah, at Dylan at lifeonthewingset.com. <laughs> yes, or Dylan <laughs> underscore swingset at Twitter. All, all the positive stuff should just come to contact at lifeonthewingset.com, <laughs> and or or you can leave us a voicemail, which is awesome because we get very excited, or text. Five seven three five five swing. That's five seven three five five seven nine four six four. So, guys, we're going to be right back uh, next week with uh, some more discussion about our desire trip and sexy vacations. Thank you for joining us tonight. Thank you, guys. Thank you, and thank you all for swinging by. Hey, listeners. Have you listened to Pedestrian Polyamory and Swinging with the Becketts, the two Life on the Swing Sets spin-off podcasts? Well, if you haven't, Pedestrian Polyamory is a look at polyamory from a level-headed point of view, hosted by our own Shira B. Katz and her husband, Gavin Katz. And Swinging with the Becketts features Marilyn and myself interviewing a new swinging couple every month to discuss their time in the lifestyle and any advice they would give to newbies. So check them out, the two new Swing Set podcasts at lifeontheswingset.com. Hi, Cooper and crew. This is a queer individual. Honey Bunny and I are coming for Cassidy. Yes. 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 And our second one. Oh.